Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. and gentlemen welcome to an elegant weapon episode 142 it's our toronto comic-con special 2015 we's going to get things rolling right after you excuse me to flick my bick your love of the halfling's leaf has clearly slowed your mind (sighs) welcome back kids another fine year at the metro toronto convention center beautiful downtown toronto ontario canada had a great time this year things were a little scaled back it was very very nice to see i i don't know if they've been paying attention to their numbers but they had a real nice equilibrium going on this year at toronto comic-con now anyone not familiar with toronto comic-con it's a smaller scaled down version of fan expo canada which is our big comic-con convention event later in the year uh early september labor day weekend but uh, around here we like to get things started with a bang so they start with toronto comic-con it's fun times met a lot of cool new people uh got to see a lot of good old friends too which is always a good time so uh i was there on saturday march 21st uh, it was an awesome day, capped off by an amazing evening where I got to see Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman, the 200th episode in Toronto. My God, dream come true. I laughed so hard. I could not breathe. An amazing, amazing experience. If you ever get the chance to see that podcast live, please do it. Because even if you're in love with it and listen to it weekly, there's a certain energy that comes with seeing it live that uh, you just can't beat. Hell of a good time. So, I got a few conversations for you that uh, came out of my day at Toronto Comic Con. We're going to begin with our one non-local artist, but his love for Canada pretty much makes him an honorary Torontonian in my eyes. His name is Jay Foskett. Jay Fosgett is one of our good friends from Michigan. Got to meet him last year at Motor City Comic Con 2014. Super cool times. Very excited that we're going back for 2015. Get to do our press coverage of Motor City Comic Con. That's going to be coming up mid-May. But, first of all, Mr. Jay Fosgett. He is the creator of Bodie Troll, a fantastic little comic book 
uh, about a little troll named Bodie. He wants to be the biggest, scariest troll on the block, but he's just too damn cute and adorable. Uh, he also writes a little piece, I believe it's a webcomic type thing for, uh, little webcomics for Nec- <laughs> I'm gonna screw up saying this, Necronomicomics. Necronomicomics? I think I'm saying that. Necronomicomics, yes. And that is actually for Toronto-based, uh, Rue Morgue magazine, which is, uh, super cool. So he's even got that tied to Toronto. He's also an artist on My Little Pony for IDW, and he is also a member of the National Cartoonist Society, which is super cool. Jay is an amazing guy. Um, we had a nice chat about things in common, such as, uh, Animation, uh, the history of it in Toronto and such, cartoons, Muppets, voiceover, all that fun kind of stuff. And he tells us a whole bunch about Bodie Troll. And a little bit of exclusive because for the first time ever, he's never podcasted before, but you are right now about to hear for the first time ever a live, uh, sort of live, live from the time, not live from now, but we all know how that time you want this works. But here is basically... Bodie Troll's first ever podcast interview. I am extremely honored to have had this opportunity to sit down with Bodie Troll and his creator, Joss Foskett. Please enjoy. All right, kids, here we are, Toronto Comic Con 2015. I am here with Bodie the Troll. Hello, Bodie. Hey, how are you? I'm pretty darn good. How are you enjoying Toronto so far? Oh, I love Toronto. It's one of my favorite cities ever. Um, I'm one of the few trolls out here, so I kind of stick out, but people just let me be, you know, they don't give me a hard time or nothing, so I'm cool. I'm cool with it. It's a good thing. You know, there's been a lot of troll tolerance in Toronto for many, many years. Good, good, good. Uh, We don't like troll hating. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, Equality and troll marriage is quite welcome here. Oh, good, good. If I find a hot troll, I'm hooking up. (laughs) So, that's that. So, what kind of adventures you been up to lately, Bodie? Well, let me see. I just wrapped up my first uh, series of comic books last year. We had our trade paperback come out, and it basically details all my adventures uh, about a fairy tale troll that wants to be big and scary, but he's too cute and cuddly, so no one takes him seriously. Um, and my new mini series starts on May 6th. It's being solicited right now through Diamond. Uh, again, it's set in the fairy tale world of Hagedorn with my best friend Charlie, Ms. Bijou, who's my employer, uh, retired fairy godmother. And uh, the big issue is I'm introducing a whole new character in my book called Hokum, who's a monster hunter, and she tries to hunt the scariest monster of all time, me. Wow, that, yeah. sounds, that sounds exciting. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to be intense. I, I'm not kidding. I, she, she gives me a run for my money. <laughs> you got a big run con- coming up this year of like conventions and stuff. You're going to be getting around, eh? Oh, absolutely. Uh, my next appearance is at Seattle uh, in Seattle for uh, Emerald City Comic Con. I'm going to be at C2E2 in Chicago, New York Comic Con, and then the biggie is San Diego Comic Con which is a pretty warm convention in California, and I'm a little furry, so I'm kind of sweating it, literally. <laughs> yeah, it must get a little hot in certain climates heading down south and, and things Yeah, a little it. bit. That's why I love Canada so much, because <laughs> Canada's climate is very similar to Hagedorn, just nice, cool, damp, laid-back people, and a lot of poutine. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Bodie, it's, an, it's been an absolute treat to talk to you. Uh, I'm re- we're really happy to have you up here in Toronto. Uh, we hope you come again and come often, and I hope we you have many, many good adventures in the future. We wish you luck with them. Thank you so much. I'll be back. I love this place, and uh, they have good roots here. So. <laughs> if you don't mind, I think uh, we might have a, a little chat with your friend Jay Foster That's for a moment. That's fine. I let this knucklehead talk for a while. I'm tired. <laughs>
Oh, that's good times, man. Thank you. Um, where did Bodie Troll come from? Uh, years ago, I created a whole bunch of different characters for different properties. I had a comic strip called The Epic of Charlie, which was about a, a college student, and nothing ever became of it. So I had Charlie, Ms. Bijou, Hokum, that I wasn't doing anything with these characters for like 15 years, and I always wanted to do a fairy tale comic book. And as it turned out, I had created Bodie for a whole other concept. I had pitched a Hellboy story to Mike Mignola. What? Yeah. <laughs> I had this idea where Kid Hellboy would have a crush on a girl troll, and he liked the story, but he didn't have a place for it at the time. And so I liked the girl troll character so much, I kept developing her, and she became Bodie. And so I combined her with the old Charlie characters, put them in a fairy tale environment, and that's how Bodie Troll happened. That's super cool. An yeah. idea you had so long ago, and it just the yeah. right time kind of came about. All my characters are pretty much recycled from stuff that I've never done anything with. Because I don't like throwing away ideas. You know, right, I repurpose right. them. Nice. You're, you're a nice mix, though, of uh, in between, like, kind of, like Disney animator and comic book artist. You know? Oh, thank you. A lot you, yeah. of people are often they're just more. I don't know whether it's they're better at one or the other, or more you know, uh, you know, into one or the other. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's the first thing I noticed about your work. You know, you're kind of riding the edge there. Thank between you. The two, you know, well, uh, the artists that influence me the most are animators. Yeah. So in particular, coming to this show, there's there's such a big animation community in Toronto. Indeed. Some They all come here and talk to me because they like my work because they can relate to it. It's what they draw. Okay. So yeah. it's one wonderful because these guys who work for Nelvana and other Toronto studios yeah. they're, they're the ones that influenced me as a kid and right. still do that's fantastic yeah that's so that's cool. hopefully it shows up in the style I think oh it definitely does absolutely Thank you. you're familiar with uh, Sheridan College yes I am there, that's the spot I, I mean, know Disney's been handpicking out of there for oh forever years I've had a few friends who've gone there incredibly talented people absolutely have come out of Sheridan, a you know? ton of animation talent out here and through Sheridan and I mean, I'm just, I'm in awe coming here and meeting all these people, you know? It's, it's, I don't know how it happened or why it happened that Toronto and Southern Ontario happens to have this, uh, this lineup of incredible artists. I know. Right? I mean, I think at one point, uh, I think, uh, Finch has moved on to maybe, I'm not sure if he's still doing The Dark Knight, but I think three of the four Batman artists lived in Ontario. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, other than Capullo down there, you know? Richard Williams, who did the animation on Who Framed Roger Rabbit, started here in Toronto. He grew up really? in Toronto, moved to England in the 50s, and did animation there. But, yeah, I mean, there's a huge animation history in Canada in general, oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm such a, a Canada file that I love So you might stuff. be familiar with, like, the raccoons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, I remember okay. them. Yep, right. the aardvarks. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yep, yep. When um, I was young, I can never remember his last name. I should research it more. But my, my dad, one of my dad's good, friend, good friends... His brother, I think it was, or something, was the animator back on Teddy Ruxpin and oh, the Raccoons, really? and he worked on all these shows. Yeah. And when uh, he'd come by the house once in a while, and he'd do me little doodles and stuff, never thought to keep them or anything oh, like that. Oh, man. Because I was probably seven or eight or yeah. nine or something like that. And uh, but I just remember like having meet the guy and then watch the cartoon and being like, Isn't that he cool? did that, you know. So I just got my hands on some animation cells from the Devil and Daniel Mouse, which was a 1970s Halloween special produced by Nelvana. Sounds familiar. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. You can find it on DVD now with the Rock and Rule DVD. Okay. So anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah oh my yeah, God. Yeah. So That's I, awesome. I'm telling you, I, I know all this. I mean, some of my closest friends in Toronto are voice actors. Oh, yeah? That have been in stuff since the 80s, yeah. Okay, that's cool. I See, I, I, I looked around here, and but it's uh, I'm, I've been really getting into that the past few years. I mean, I was, I've was i always been acting and this and that and on the side and stuff. Yeah. But as far as the voice acting, just really getting into it. 
and a lot of it was inspired by Rob Paulson. Oh yeah, uh, and his podcast Talking Tunes, which yeah. I just can't get enough of. He's, he's amazing. Got, like, Clancy Brown on, and like mm-hmm. all these people, you're just like, holy shit. He had June Foray on the show. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god. Like, Seriously, and just listening to these people in the history, and he's like. He's easily the biggest fan of his industry. Oh, yeah. You know? He's and a big boot. He grew yeah. up on my home state. So, so he's at Denver Comic Con. Oh, really? So I've got a mission. See, I'm not a fresh, I'm not official press at De- Denver Comic Con. Yeah. It's the one I'm not official. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to go all Gorilla Pod styles. That's and I've been right. tweeting him. Yeah. And because uh, I started a, a hashtag campaign mm-hmm. called okay. Garmy on Talking Tunes. Hashtag uh-huh. Garmy on Talking Tunes. I don't know if you know Ralph Garmin. Uh, and the name is Hollywood Babylon. He does with Kevin Smith. Yes, but he okay. does all the Family Guy extra voices. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He was the fake host on Joe Schmo, Kevin and Bean show. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. And they do this show, and this is my favorite podcast. That I'm going tonight. 200th oh. episode is tonight in Toronto. Oh, that's sweet. And they're filming at the Queen Elizabeth, and that's going to be so good. So uh, he's one of my favorite voice artists, mm-hmm. and with Rob Paulson, they both do their shows out of the improv. Out in California. I, okay, I think I so yeah. I just for like a year now bugging the shit out of them to get together and do a podcast. Seriously, I even had a fellow podcaster in Michigan uh, when he was there once at uh, I think it was Grand the Grand Con maybe uh-huh. it was. Uh, he was at one of them, and I she was good. She got a chance to interview him, yeah. and I made her ask him and remind him and say, "My friend Jay's the guy who keeps bugging you about." Oh yeah. So um, we're not there yet. But every once in a while, they'll both favor it or get back to me and be like, we're at work, we'll see. And you ever talk to Maurice LaMarche? Oh, my God. I mean, he's from kidding. Toronto. Is he? I thought yeah. he was Montreal. No? Oh, you know what? You might be right. I think you might be right. Montreal. I say that yeah. because he did so much work for Nelvana here in Toronto. Well, he, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It all would have been But I think here, you're yeah. right. Because mm-hmm. Paulson spent a lot of time here because he was a big hockey guy. Oh, yeah. And I think it was like a hockey school or something he might have been here for for a bit or something to do with that. But Dave uh, Coulier. Yeah. I mean, he's done yeah, enough yeah. voice work, and he's been in Toronto enough. Yeah, so. it's, uh, and, and, and the industry itself, because of those guys and guys like... Uh, um, oh, why am I blanking? Um... The movie, I know that voice. Bender, uh, John yeah, DiMaggio. I just saw that. It's so good. That was an amazing eh? it's documentary. So good. Um, that that industry in itself is getting so big. Yeah. That it's almost, I think, helping to bring back animation. It's helping. The problem you know? is when they have celebrities doing it. Yeah. Like you look at any Pixar movie, and it's like Bruce Willis as the lead, and then you have John DiMaggio as fifth guy yeah. to the right. Yeah. And it's depressing it because is. guys like DiMaggio can yeah. do a million voices. They're yeah. so talented. Well, Transformers. I got to give it to Michael Bay for going oh, yeah. to Peter Cullen. And I agree. Not to the second one going to uh, Frank Welker. But yeah, but you know what though? I, they should have had Frank from the beginning. Absolutely. He, Hugo Weaving just pissed and moaned about oh, I yeah. did the voice. I don't even care. I just did yeah. it for the paycheck. And fans don't want to hear that. No. Same Oh. Chris Rock. When Chris Rock said that shit, did you hear? No, I didn't hear that. Oh, he made a joke. I think it was the Oscars or something he was presenting, and he made a joke. And he said, uh, somebody asked me if uh, playing the zebra and whatever, uh, Madagascar, was hard. And he just started making jokes, being like, it's the easiest goddamn thing in the world. I just show up, say some shit, and they give me a million dollars. Yeah. And he made all and it really offended the well, community. They yeah. were like... Yeah, uh-uh. That's no. not cool. No. I mean, it's, it's belittling it for one, and for two, the animators aren't making a fraction of that. Nah, not even You close. know, and they're yeah. the ones doing the real work, so shut up. Yeah, it's, it's not a cool thing to say. No. But it is nice to see that it, the recognition is growing, and, yeah. and the animation 
because more adults are interested in it as well, you're getting more of these adult animation and in channels and Adult Swim and things yeah. like that. I mean, look at DC's animation now. Oh, it's better than Marvel's animation. Like, oh, by far. And Marvel, by I far. prefer Marvel's movies, but DC's television animation yeah. output yeah. is wonderful. It's and and they're not treating fans like idiots. I uh, my son is four years old. Mm -hmm. I let him watch most stuff like I did in the eighties. Oh yeah. You know, except. The recent one, Son of Batman. I don't know if you saw that. I've, I've seen a uh, trailer. Okay. Yeah. It, the first four minutes, I'm like, nope. No. No. Blood, guts. You got to like, be careful. Th that one, this is the worst one ever. Like, mm -hmm. the uh, Rachel Ghoul's compound gets attacked. Yeah. Instantly in the beginning. Like, yeah. that's how it starts. And I was just like, okay. And he's like, why not? I've never stopped him from watching something. Well, you I've never... told him something will be scary. Yeah. He to close his eyes. It's tricky because you don't know what's going to scare kids and what isn't. Because, I mean, when I was little, I was watching Ralph Bakshi movies and things like yeah. that. Like, Fritz yeah. the Cat and whatever. Yeah. And that didn't bother me. But the scene in Willy Wonka where the chicken gets its head cut off. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Messed me up for life. Because that really happened. Yeah, man. There was uh, in Return to Oz yeah. when she gets electroshock therapy. Sincerely, I'm like, what are they? You're gonna fry Dorothy's That is brain. <laughs> still a dark movie. I love it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great to see, man. We tried to do uh, this show's on a, a network. It's called Points of Interest Podcast Network mm -hmm. that I co-curate with a friend, and a few of us. One of our friends on another show wrote a little radio kind of play, just like yeah. a little comedy skit, yeah. which we all then voiced. And oh. just like a little audio skit. It's like not even five minutes. Yeah. And he's been trying to find someone to animate it. We don't have any money or anything. And it's only like a quick little thing. Yeah. So it would appear to be like finding someone who maybe just for practice, a student, in their own time or something. Absolutely. But we're dying because the, the audio's done. It sounds great. You we, can find you know? people out here. Yeah. I talked to so many up-and-coming animation students that are looking for just stuff to do as part of a portfolio. Yeah, My yeah. God, you could find someone I didn't even here. think about it because he's kind of the one who was more thinking about it, but I should spread the word. You absolutely do. Yeah, You'll yeah. find somebody. Yeah, this community is this community's great. That There's all the talent. There's places to learn, but Toronto is very big. It's such a big place. That, it is. That... When you, when you have a place like Michigan and the Motor City, like, you get this immediate sense of family and how tight and supportive and all, most of these people are. Yeah, And yeah. it's more like pockets of that here, you know? Yeah. Like, like Motor City ends, everybody there goes out to dinner. It's That's true. Do you know what I mean? We're all friends out there. Yeah, here it's more, there's just, there's no, like, one big after party but sort of thing. It's the size thing, so like big. you said, yeah. you know, yeah. but, but there is still more of a... An openness around here, like I can talk to any animator, and they're just Joe, normal person, you know. Yeah. In in the states, it's not like that. Oh yeah. It's yeah. yeah. There's more of a hierarchy. There are more celebrities over there, so they don't have time to just shoot the yeah, breeze I guess with that's you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's different here. I don't know why, but I appreciate it more here because of that. It's. I've heard people say the differences. I mean, I've only been to two American cons. Yeah. That was Motor City was my first one last year. Yeah. Which I had a wonderful time. Everyone was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the best cons I've ever gone. To. To, and then Allentown in Pennsylvania last year, uh, which was very small. Sure. So that's my only kind of, I don't have like a view of like maybe a fan expo size. Yeah. And Motor you City know. is the biggest in Michigan. It's certainly not the biggest of all time, but I tell you, they pack so much into that show. There's something for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Miriam Kruger, who's in charge of Artist Alley. So nice. She what is a wonderful. wonderful. Lady, eh? Oh, she's so incredible. She's done so much for a lot of people that I know in Artist Alley that we want to keep coming back. They're so personal. They know who you are. Even like Mona, I went for the press passes and stuff. There's just, they, I don't know, they're just so personable. Yeah. You know, they were so nice to me, bringing me, I'm just some guy from Toronto with oh. a little podcast that Derek was like, 
you know, I got a buddy who wants to come. And they were like, right on, brought me in, gave me passes. Once gave, they get to know oh, you, yeah. man, but friends for life. Yeah, from so. then on, you know what one of the best moments was? Chris uh, Dabowski, am yeah. I saying that right? Uh, at Motor City Con, right? Okay, okay. He's like one of the organizers, uh, yep, yep. right? And uh, he, was running, he was crazy busy one afternoon. Yeah. And he's running up and down aisles and doing this and that, working. And he sees me and he stops. He's like, how's everything going? I was like... I'm trouble actually. I'm trying to find. I can't remember the figure for my kid. Yeah. And right in the middle of all the stuff he's running around, he's like, "Come with me," and he like led me nice. through the con to a booth, like showed me where the good toys were. Oh, he's that's... like, "Find this guy. He's got under here." He's like, "You good? All right." And then on his way. That's service, like, man. Unbelievable. I like, love that. That's a comic con. That's you, you know, hope man. for that at more yeah. shows. You know, I know some of them are so big that you can't necessarily get that personal touch, but. I've been to really big ones that make the C two E two is a lot like that. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, People they love C two E two. Oh yeah. Yeah, you hear the reputation like Dragon Con. I want to go there just because so many people talk about how awesome Dragon Con is. You know, I've, I I have no idea. I've never done it. I'm anxious to try it. I think it's a big it. cosplayer one. Yeah. I think a lot of the co- it's really cosplay friendly. And so. I'm okay with There's some creators that are very, oh, cosplay, it's taking away work from the artist. And I disagree with that. I don't oh, think I, there's any competition no, there's at all. There's room for everybody. There I mean, is, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, it's just, I don't know. People yeah. always got to have something to complain about and blame low sales on. And it's yeah. like. It's a crapshoot at conventions. So how did it happen for you that, uh, obviously, you grew up on Disney? Yeah. And you grew up into all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, were, what, when in life did the comic books come into it? Like, do you read? Like, are you into superhero stuff at all? Or? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, a yeah. lot of people don't think I am because I'm cartoony, but I still am. I've been uh, into superhero comics since I was maybe, we'll say, six or seven. That's what I would guess, because it's a clear line. Yeah. Between the two that you're watching. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I grew up with Muppets and cartoons on television and the movies, but I, just as much I read Marvel comics uh, to a only slightly lesser degree DC. Yeah. But mostly Marvel, you know, Hulk, Wolverine, Spider-Man, those right are my on. favorites. So, yeah, yeah it's been yeah. my whole life. And I was five when I said I'm going to be a cartoonist when I grow up. So yeah. that was always the path. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And it's such a dream that you get to be doing it. Oh, absolutely. I'm very doing thankful. Doing it well, man. Doing Thank it you. very, very well. Tell the people where they can find Bodie Troll and such. Uh, if you come to jfosgett.com, I have links to every conceivable website I'm on. Uh, Red 5 Comics publishes it, so go to Red 5's website. And right now you can order pre-order uh, Bodie Troll Fuzzy Memories number 1 through Diamond. That's awesome. Mr. Foskett, very nice. Thank you for your time. Bodie, thanks so much. Bodie says thank you. He'd say it louder, but, uh, you know. All right, kids, that's Jay Foskett. Check out all that stuff. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, good times. Can't wait to see Jay again at Motor City Comic Con. All right, next up on the docket, little homegrown talent. The boys from Brampton, Mr. Ricky Lima and Mr. Shane Heron. Ricky is the writer of a book called The Black Hole Hunters Club, and Shane is its artist. We first met Ricky Lima on the show here back when we had him and D.A. Bishop on as guests to discuss their book, Deep Sea. But this time, we have a fun little conversation with Ricky and Shane live at Toronto Comic Con. We chat about a few things. Uh, especially the Black Hole Hunters Club. I picked up a couple issues, and it's fun as fuck. It's very cool. Very, very cool indeed. Uh, check out the Black Hole Hunters Club. All the information for all these comic books and artists will be on the website at www.anelegantweapon.ca. So make sure you click those links and check out all this shit, because it's good shit. So, uh, enjoy this conversation, which... 
involves a cool little moment where you'll get to see... You'll get to see, right? I was there, so I got to see it. Uh, if you were there, maybe you saw it. I know the guy that he was talking to saw it. But Shane uh, laid down a little bit of convention etiquette, law, and justice for us during this interview. So please enjoy the Black Hunters Club conversation. Ricky Lima, Shane Heron. Yeah, no, draw away, man, I understand. Is that commissions you're doing then? Yeah, we do, like, if they buy all the books, I'll do, like, a like a sketch for them. Very nice. All right, explain who you are. Oh, my name is Shane Heron. I'm the artist of the Black Hole Hunters Club. Explain who you are. I'm Ricky Lima, the writer of the Black Hole Hunters Club. Ricky Lima, last time we chatted, was yeah. with uh, Mr. D.A. Bishop David, about your yeah. Deep Sea book. Yeah, Which yeah. is uh, just a beautiful Yeah, w- when we talked, the Kickstarter wasn't finished yet was it no i don't think it was yeah so update we yeah. uh, we finished it <laughs> yeah. and uh it got out and we shipped the books like two weeks after the kickstarter finished which i honestly think is like a record for like That's reward really for filming yeah i don't even give a shit we're the best so <laughs> it was like super short hey, like, if right it's under there. two months you guys are doing I, pretty good we actually, okay. he's full of shit <laughs> we actually got the books before we got the money from kickstarter Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I had to like fund it. I had literally no money at that point. And then when the Kickstarter money came in, I was like, finally, I got money again. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I've known a few people who have like the book's ready to go and they get everything done first. Mm-hmm. And then they'll kickstart. So yeah. the second it's over, books are on their way. Exactly. You know? I, so. I, I honestly think that's a good way of going at it because a lot of people are worried that it's either not going to finish or they already get burned on like previous Kickstarters. But right if, you, if it's, you already have it done, I mean. There's no risk to it. Yeah, yeah it's almost like totally a pre-order, laughing. right? Yeah, it's nice. So. It's uh, and, and it's uh, Sean Daly. Oh that yeah, guy right Dude. over there behind you. Sean Daly, he's been blowing my mind this <laughs> whole he? weekend. Yeah, like, he his blows stuff minds. is so good. It's so good, eh? You think that guy's only been drawing for three years? That's crazy. He used to be a musician and was like, I think I'll draw. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. That's nuts. <laughs> so why did I bring him up? I can't even remember. Um, no, because he's he had his uh, Kickstarter recently, oh, okay. where he's taking the Terraquil he's always done, already done, and putting it into a collection. Nice. So it's very easy once the Kickstarter was over. Yeah. He's already got the material exactly, there, yeah. just maybe new covers, put yeah. the two together. So that's always fun enough times. about crappy Kickstarter. No. <laughs> well, there's been lots lately. It's been just I've been on a tear for some reason, having <laughs> guests on doing yeah. Kickstarters. It's been nice. nuts. So, but all of them have funded. Nice. Out of, uh, I think like, I think that's the elegant weapon, uh, like blessing. There you go. You I, I think I'm at like eleven for twelve. Oh, I think that. I had one Kickstarter that didn't go through. That was the Adventures of Superstoner. Uh, they got very close, but those guys, uh, all power to them, said screw it anyways. We're going to put the book out. Oh, nice! And they just did what they had to to raise the money either way. Yeah, and yeah. they put the book out. Tommy Chong gave it an A plus. What else do you need? Yeah, yeah. Is that like the go-to guy? You need like the Tommy Chong approval? Yeah. Well, for the Adventures of Super Stoner, yeah. I, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. Cheech, no one cares what Cheech thinks. <laughs> well, Cheech didn't show up because he's too good. It was out at. Uh, it was in Colorado for. Uh, Oh, what was it? It was like a 420 con or something. It wasn't comics at all. Yeah, yeah. But then they actually, out in Colorado, they've started a new thing called Chronic Con. And it's half comic books and half, like, 
paraphernalia and pipes and this and that. Yeah, it's so, crazy. Aren't they making yeah. so much money off it because it's legal there now? Like, oh, uh, what did they? They made $14 million, 3. 5 yeah. went straight to education. Yeah, and the crime rates went down because they're not arresting bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, tell us about Black yes. Hole Hunters. <laughs> well, that's legal here in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Ricky, tell them. All right, well, the pitch I give everyone... It's uh, about these bounty hunters going through space trying to collect bounties, but things never quite go as planned. Uh, I tell people it's like Star Wars meets Lethal Weapon. Nice. Yeah. Unless nice. like that we just had a girl who was like so young she didn't. She just literally said, "I don't know what Lethal Weapon is." <laughs> oh, so no. I think we we also go to like a if they're younger, say like a Guardians of the Galaxy with like lots of swearing in it and stuff yeah, like nice, that type of nice, thing. Nice, yeah. Nice, nice. Nice. Um, explain to me your guys' circle. Because I, I was talking to uh, another artist, Jay Foskett, earlier, and I was yeah. explaining how, um, like, in a place like Michigan where I go down to, they're all very tight. Mm-hmm. It's very, all the cons, very family kind of oriented. Yet in Toronto, we have such a huge community yeah. that it almost splinters off. That's you true. guys are kind of part of the Scarborough crew. As I would almost say, no. Are we? I don't know. Well, no. Is it? Where's that that shop? What's the shop that you guys are heavily involved with? Brampton. Yeah, I'm from Stadium. Oh, it's Brampton. Okay, okay. Stadium. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Sorry, I screwed up my. I'm from Scarborough. I don't live there anymore. There's no Scarborough crew. Okay, okay. (laughs) Scarborough stinks. So, is there like a a little Brampton scene you guys got going on? I think. I don't know. Well, like we're also kind of associated with Dave Bishop, who's like Pickering, right? Like it's like. Yeah. And I'm from. I'm not from Brampton. I'm from Toronto, like downtown Toronto. So I guess kind of. I'm not really sure, but I I just noticed there's these like these little yeah. groups and they kind of come together at times. But you know, just like I met you guys through meeting Bishop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is he here? He's not here. He kind of. I know he took last year off. Is he, is he taking like the whole year off or, he, uh, or another year? Yeah. He doesn't seem to be super into doing cons right now. I think he's like just wants to make books which is awesome oh well he's so into of stone right now which is great i don't yeah. know if you guys have read that but yeah. it's phenomenal i think that book's just yeah i did a pinup in the first issue oh, did you which one I, was yours uh it's like the very first one Isn't he like he's like hanging off a rock he's climbing a mountain right, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay. and uh i think i think i'm going to be doing another one in the issue too nice yeah I'm i love so for that. i love of stone like i i find him like i draw him all the time and yeah. he's like oh you're always drawing my character and i'm like yeah yeah he's yeah, fun nice. to draw that's awesome. Yeah, man. just a big, muscly, naked man. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My kind of thing, right? <laughs> is he like made of stone? Is that like the thing? He's like an ogre. He's an ogre, and the uh, yeah, he's but just he's like a badass. Yeah, like, he's stone. a badass. Right. Yeah. We actually have an ad for of stone in the book that I made, uh, and I feel kind of bad because it's not as good as the book. <laughs> so I almost feel like people see the ad and be like, "Fuck this book." Ah, nice. But, so what is, is is it? Five issues? It's up to how many issues six. are this? We just released okay. issue six for uh, the show today. And yeah, that's like the whole story arc for like the first story arc. So the first story arc is like um, they're the the Black Hole Hunters Club was started by the, these two the main characters. Their father started the group, and now he comes back and tries to destroy the group. And they're just basically like fighting their father the whole story. It's okay. pretty. Good. It's kind of cool. I get this vibe of like kind of 50s rock and roll sci-fi i haven't read the book yet so yeah. i'm going purely off the art and the covers i've seen yeah. and stuff well do you, do you know chris am Johnson's i anywhere in? close with that or uh, I, I would take out the 50s uh like rockabilly stuff or whatever okay like, yeah 
but it's mainly like just sweet ass sci-fi. Nice. Yeah, yeah just straight up. Eh? It's uh, it's kind of like Firefly. I'd say it's like a western in oh, space. Oh yeah. A okay. Bit, yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, a lot of people think, like this new font. Do you know Chris Johnson? I know the name. He's out that that's way. A name like that might sound like you know it. You know? Yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. But he he designed. He does like a lot of like covers. He does them for Adam Gorham and like he's done a bunch of okay, stuff. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. he designs cover titles and he redid the Black Hole Hunters one. And it has that very like eerie '70s sci-fi kind of feel right, to it, I right, think. Yeah. So that's probably maybe that where that vibe's yeah, coming yeah, from, right? Yeah. But we love it. I think it looks. It great. just looks fun yeah. overall. You know, it looks like fun. It doesn't look too serious or it doesn't look too comedic. It looks yeah. right in the middle. It looks. Like that's what saying, we tell people too. It's, yeah. it's a fun book to make, and like I think. Rick and I have so much fun doing it that you can see that, like, when you look at the book, it looks like you had a lot of fun making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. and I appreciate that. That's, you had a blast drawing it yeah, sort of thing? so yeah, much, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, so, because I see when we look at the book here, yeah. is this completely self-published? Like, yeah, like yeah. how far did this go? Because I see no connections as far as, like, a publishing no, well, company. We're eventually going to look for some... We're, we're going to figure out how to get maybe a bit wider distribution because, like... Ricky and I want to focus more on the creative aspect of it. We're not really businessmen, so we've done pretty good so far in in the GTA and like a few other conventions. Thank you very much. But um, for a book without a company's name on it, it yeah. looks so good. Thank you. It yeah. looks like the quality is just fantastic. Like, I think you know? uh, yeah, we, we're probably going to look into maybe getting with a, a publisher, it's getting into Diamond. No have a problem. Bit. Interrupt us. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, we're looking at maybe getting some wider distribution that way. But so far, we, we do it all on our own, and, and we've been doing really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. I, we love it. That's awesome. I, I love doing it on our own because, like, we don't have to censor ourselves. We don't have to edit anything that we don't feel like editing, and it's it's yeah. great. You know what I mean? And, well, it's that day and age. Yeah, know? and it's super fun, too, like, kind of just getting it done and being like, I made this without anyone else's help. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess put this help, on but... Earth. Totally. Yeah, right? It's like yeah. I gave birth to it. It's great. Um, is there any other involvement, or are you doing all the colors? You got some people helping? Letters, so, colors you want to shout out, or anything like that? So it's it's black and white interior, but color covers. Right. And uh, we've had, uh, there's a few guys. We have Jamal Campbell did a cover we have for issue two, uh, and Dylan Burnett. And these guys are they in the From a Hat group. Okay. Uh, they're out. They're like Brampton-ish. Some of them are not in Brampton, but they're like they're a new young group. Like Jamal's doing work for Marvel now. Cool. And like we got him just before he blew up. Uh, Dylan's gonna be doing big stuff. That guy Paris Aline. Yo, man, turn that off. <laughs> we're trying to sell and do interviews here. Why are you? Bl- we're we're trying to do interviews. Oh, nice. Maybe don't blast the boombox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, um, who else do we want to shout out? Oh, George Chordovsky did a cover for our new issue six that just came out, and um, uh, Josh Deck. That's the name, Josh Deck, right? Yeah, nice. he did the cover. So yeah, two. I'll show you them. That's George's cover. It's pretty uh, sick. Uh, that is. People listening cannot all see so it. So nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're but I, so I thought they turned out really good. The colors of the covers are just popping. Yeah. Yeah. Nice detail. They look fantastic. They really yeah. So do. we got the first story arc done, and then yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a minor break, and then go on to the next story arc, basically. Nice. Yeah, that's the that's the plan for the Black Hole Hunters Club. So there's no. Is this a continued thing where, like, Ricky, do you see it? Do you have a? whole outline for the whole series or are you just writing uh, as you go yeah ongoing, we kind of write or? as we go but we, we we write it in like arcs you know what i mean so we yeah, have the yeah. first story arc and we plan that out and then uh we're gonna start talking about the second arc 
and then plan that out and hopefully get published and then just making it ongoing. Right on. I, I guess it's hard for newcomers to publish ongoings. Like it is um, hard. It takes I, like a capital company, and shit for sure. You know. Yeah. Have you ever thought about like? Like shipping it, like pushing it on a company, or have you ever sent it yeah, around? For and, sure. Oh, we, yeah. we have a pitch package made up right now that we're going to be sending out. So. Oh, cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, so Very you'll good. be seeing it in, on Marvel soon. Nice, yeah. nice. Well, there's so many good companies. It's you know, it's it's amazing yeah. to see like the people I've known for so long finally getting taken yeah. on. You know. Oh, when you see like what Image is doing, like almost every book they come out with, they come out with so many new books, and they're all amazing, right? Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. that's a great company. There's so many like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Anthony Rutgazer. I don't uh, know. He's a writer out of Toronto, but he's just doing. He just did his first book for Action Labs. Yeah. And okay. I've known the guy for like 15 years, and he's his dream ever since the day I met him was to write a comic book. Yeah. So he's now writing, and he's got the book put together, and Action Lab picked it up. Oh, nice. And it is. It's. Is he doing a it's just, He's right then? beside. Well, he. Uh, yeah, he just started for Volume Two. Oh, the that's Kickstarter. That one yeah, we were just talking the first about that. Hero. Yeah. There's he's over guy, beside Lashley over there. There's a guy, Danny, that is part of it with him. I it might think. be. He brought a new guy on, so I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I think we were actually just talking about the Kickstarter the other day. So. It's just so exciting. Like, yeah, I'm as excited cool. to see his. Well, I doubt to see his for his <laughs> yeah. own book, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. we're getting to that place now where you put in enough time, you put yeah. in enough effort. I've been doing this podcast for three years. Yeah. And I started going down in the basement with my buddy, lighting a joint, and yeah. hitting record on my iPhone. Yeah. And it literally, now three years later, yeah. I'm seeing people that I've met and known like succeed, and yeah. I get to like... You know, share it with the world, their success, and the nice. same thing with you guys. So, well, hopefully you know, we blow up. talent, it's so <laughs> awesome to see. Oh, man, yeah. Where can they find all of your good stuff in yourselves? Uh, we got a Facebook page. It's like facebook.com slash Black Hole Hunters Club. Uh, Instagram is the same thing, like at, at Black Hole Hunters Club, I guess. Yeah, I think it is. And then uh, we have our own Twitter. I'm like at Young Shaney. Ricky's at King K Rule. Is that what that is? Yeah, I don't know. That, that's the best place to go. Our Facebook page is our main thing where we put all anything new coming up and that type of thing, right events on. and stuff. Yeah, and then we have a website, blackhollandjustclub.com, where we're posting like a small web series kind of thing. Oh, so. cool! Very good. All right, well, awesome. Thanks for taking the time, everybody. Yeah. Go check out Thank Black you. Hole Hunters Club. I'm about to buy a few issues and yes. enjoy it myself. Oh, so uh, we'll talk again. You know what? Well, sometime we'll get you guys on if you have Skype. We'll do like yeah. a whole... I know you have Skype. Yeah, yeah. Um, But we'll do a whole hour. We'll sit down and do an episode. And, Sounds uh, awesome. Kick it, yeah? Awesome. All right. You, Good times. Good times, everybody. Good times. Good times. Okay. Uh, then we made a round to another familiar face, a super familiar face. I'm many, many times on this show and hanging out at conventions with us face that would be the lovely polite handsome face of mr sean daly sean daly is uh, the recent kickstarter ass kicker of terra quill fully funded collection of terra quill his book that he's got coming at you we talk a little bit about that we talk a little bit about uh that recent bat girl variant cover uh for the killing joke tribute uh, he lays down his thoughts on that, and uh, we have a nice little chat, SeanDaily.ca. Check it out! No more Mr. Nice Guy. Me, a nice guy. Kickstarter ass kicker, Sean Daly right here at Toronto Comic Con. How's it going? Good, how are you doing? 
drawing away, making a mess as usual. Yeah, yeah, not as much as I'd like, but it's getting Giving there. away as much free art as you possibly can. It's all about, why not, right? Uh, it's a fun day, though, eh? Oh, yeah, it's been great. It's yeah. picking up. Uh, yeah, This is. is the most condensed I've ever seen Toronto Comic Yeah, me too, eh? It's looking like Fan Expo every year. A little more like it. Well, no, I mean, what, don't you think it's much smaller? Like, just the, oh, it's the smaller. way they've set it up. Like, it's, it's, yeah, oh, yeah, it's very much You know, like, smaller. I've never seen the building this small before, even for Toronto, Toronto Comic Con. Yeah, you know? I agree. But yeah. the, the crowd. Just, oh, yeah, the crowd. It's, it's packed in here. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Getting a lot of interest here. How y'all doing? Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, yeah. good, man. It's yeah. an exciting day. It's fun to be meeting. Uh, just had a chat with Jay Foskett, who's an artist over from Michigan. He comes nice. up. He does a book called Bodie Troll. Cool. And it's like a Disney slash DC kind of comic book about this troll named Bodie. <laughs> It's, it's hard to describe. You should go check him out. Where is he? Yeah, we'll He's right on the aisle over on there, over there. And you oh, just look the for the giant uh, puppet. Nice. He's got a Muppet made of it. Oh, and, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, fantastic. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's good times, man. <laughs> so he brings the Muppets to the cons and stuff. Badass. Um, how is after Kickstarter going? Oh, good. Yeah? Good. Only about 60 commissions left. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably live How barely. many did you end up having to do? Uh, almost 80. Wow. Almost 80 commissions, yeah. In about a month. So <laughs> It's pretty much a full-time job well, right now. Well, it's a good thing that you draw full-time then. It is, yeah. 24-7. Yeah, it was, I'm glad I took the time to learn how to do that. It's paying off now. <laughs> it helps that I learned how yeah. before I began. Yeah, that's right. Um, we were talking earlier, and uh, we got into talking about the Batgirl cover. Yeah. And yeah. what do you think of that? Yeah, I see why it kind of offended some people, but I guess that was, that's, I don't know. Well, here's the thing, I don't think, it's only offend, seems offensive at this juncture in time because comic books are so popular that the news is, mainstream news is reporting on every little thing. Yep. But this would have been nothing for comic books, say, 10, oh, 15 years no, ago, no, right? No one would have batted an eye. People like, would have been like, that is so like yeah it hits you yeah for it's sure. totally creepy well as isn't fuck. it supposed to though like yes. shouldn't it make you feel something yes that's yeah. what these comics are about like I the agree. first time it happened just because we're kind of nullified to the original killing joke because yeah. we're used to it yeah. good reminder like that's nice once in a while it is you know it is yeah yeah i think it's a real shame they went the other way i know they i don't think they should have gone did you see that picture where someone messed with the eyes yeah and changed it so she's not what a drastic change oh it makes such a big difference yeah and honestly i i kind of i like that one a little better it doesn't disturb me as much but i don't know I, i i think it's better for empowering her yeah, big time. But yeah. I think the other one is better for empowering the psychoticness of the Joker. Yep. Because I'm yep. so big on that, I never think they get it right. No, no. Very no, rarely no. do they get his actual level of insanity right. Yeah, today. it's PG so usually. When I saw that picture, yeah. I was like, "There we go." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. That's why I'm excited about uh, Jared Leto. Kind of, it's growing on me. Oh yeah, for the uh, the. Because he says he's gonna be taking a very like kind of oh, you know mental approach to oh, it. Oh no. Well, there's a theory that for the whole Suicide Squad movie, he's actually locked up, orchestrating stuff going on. Ah, interesting. So imagine how crazy he'd have to be to do a whole movie where he's just in a cell. <laughs> and make that interesting. That's yeah. going to be a pretty fantastic. So what's on the what's on the slate this year? You uh, just gonna keep drawing? Or? Yeah, just keep drawing. I got a few books that I'm working on right now, and then. Um, Last time we chatted, mm-hmm. I was encouraging you to 
to, to begin to venture out a little. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> any, right. Any more yeah. consideration? <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to do the New York Special Comic Con right? this year. Uh, right. I just, it was either this or that. I couldn't do both. I yeah. couldn't, you know, yeah, they're, no. they're pricey. But oh, it's so hard to get around, man. Yeah, yeah, I know it is, sadly. And plane tickets are not cheap. It's out of control. It oh, really it's, is. It's There's got to be cheaper ways to get around. Man. Yeah. I really wish I didn't hate driving as yeah, much as I too. do. Yeah. I cannot fucking stand it. Yeah. Even Michigan. It's only five hours away. And it's still, I know. It's it still a drive me. and a half. Let me out of the, I'll make like three stops over the five hours, yeah. too. <laughs> Girlfriend's all like, what are you doing? I'm like, need a doom. Fuck off. <laughs> Kids in the car. I can't smoke while I drive. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> and we're used. We're Canadian. We're used to driving three to five to seven hours to yeah. a cottage. I'm sure yeah. you, at some point in your yeah. life, made the cottage journeys. Yes. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're nice once or twice a year. Any more than that? Yeah. You're pushing it. Well, it's funny that we have that. Yet some states you can drive across in three hours. Yeah. Seriously. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's weird. Well, I guess we're a little bigger. So is there anything here you want to make sure you see or anybody you're interested in? I want to go check out Ben Templesmith's portfolio. Okay. I, I, I know that name. Yeah, he's doing Gotham by Midnight right yes, now. Yes, okay. By Ray Fox. And uh, he just launched a Kickstarter, actually, for... Uh, I can't remember exactly what it is, but I think it's still up. And it looks absolutely phenomenal. I think he's already raised over 100 grand. 100 grand? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. And that was in the first day, I think. It was close to, close to that. So I want to go look at his stuff for sure. Yeah, he's yeah, a big influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. I haven't had a chance to move, which is typical. I mean, you rarely do. Yeah. I see you're flying solo again. Of course. Oh, no, geez. no surprises. Jeez, I should have called you before I bought my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Reckgazer was yeah. over there. Somehow got his big black ass seated next to Ken Lashley's yeah, big black right. ass. right. Beautiful. And I walked up, I was like, how did you get mixed in? What's <laughs> yeah. going on here? This doesn't... But I'm it's sure. nice to see when they start mixing oh, it up yeah. more like that. Oh, I'm eh? sure he's not complaining about it. Oh, God. Well, actually, he was a little because the traffic for Lashley... Oh, yeah. No one's paid. They're all cutting yeah. him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's yeah. seen <laughs> his work. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. He's trying to give the most polite fuck-offs he can. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's all you can do, eh? Yeah, yeah. I have the exact opposite problem. As you can see, there's no one... To my right here. Yeah, what's going on with that? I don't know. Is Not someone supposed to be. It looks like it. Who is this? Ashes. Esteban uh, Vega. I don't know. Is that even like an artist, or is that like? I think it's a novel, actually. Oh. So wherever Esteban is. The novelist is supposed out. to be out in the hallway with the other novelists. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, they always put the line out there of novelists. I didn't. I always feel sad because, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know how there's like the outside yeah. area there where all the cosplayers hang yeah. out? That, they'll make a strip along there for Fan Expo. Oh. And that's where they put all the au- like actual novel authors. Oh, and so they don't bad. get the big crowd. They don't crowd. even get to be in there to salad. They don't even get to be in the room. <laughs> Seriously, man. Oh, man. What a drag. Yeah. I wonder what their tables cost. Though. I bet you they're like yeah. dirt. Oh, yeah. They're probably just trying to help out Canadian. And yeah, seriously. Or like that, man. Yeah. Because that's, man, people talk about writing being a hard gig. And you know what? In comic books, at least you can kind of find, even if you're making dirt money or whatever, mm-hmm. you can continuously keep doing something to try oh, yeah. to get a little something, something. When you're a novelist, it's like you spend how much time dedicated to writing this one giant book yeah. and hope out, go ahead, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Absolutely sorry. buy yeah, things from him. <laughs> no, interrupt okay. away. Yeah, like, please. Um, yeah, I wanted to pick this up. Cool, yeah. I had spoke to you on Twitter actually a couple times. You were saying if I stopped by, you said you because we were talking about Dragon Ball, you hooked me up with like a, a Goku, Vegeta, or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me on Twitter. I yeah. Didn't know if- 
What you meant by that, if you had like a... Uh... I got prints here. Oh, um, okay. It's the ones in the front there. You can have a look at them, whatever one you like. Feel free to, to take... Buy your Kickstarter. Oh, the there's map? the map That's in the person. Map. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it looks great. Also, I, I uh, oh. we, had, we had talked on Twitter about I requested like, one of the pages. How would we go about, since you, you said you would put it aside, like yeah. changing it after that? Cause, you know how they send that email with the survey yep, and all that? That's I just right. didn't know how we would go about like confirming once like you're about to ship stuff. Did, out. did you choose one? Yeah. What one was it? It was the one from the Grumble Grumble, the yep. um, the uh, one with the toadstool. Like, okay, yeah, I have that set aside for you. Okay, now. okay. Yeah. So you would just like like how would you know if since I've already put in the order, you have like uh, I just didn't know how you would know it was mine to ship. Yeah, I have your name. Order. Because oh, we talked on Twitter, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah if we yeah. talked on Twitter, then I have it set aside with your name on it. Okay, yeah. okay. I wasn't sure how that was going to work out. <laughs> yeah. I figured I'd mention it to you. Yeah, well, yeah I look forward to it, finally. Yeah. yeah. I can't so wait. it went well? The, uh, oh, yeah. It went so well. It went way over, I guess, your initial goal. It looked like it did well. Um, it did, yeah. yeah. It shocked me, actually. I was kind of Well, you fully funded in eight hours, did you not? No, you were 24. 25 Sorry, hours. I just confused you with Dirk Manning. I apologize. <laughs> Eight hours. He did eight hours. Six thousand six hundred and sixty-six dollars in eight hours. Oh man! Bam! What a number! Yeah, Holy shit. yeah, that's right, Dirk Manning. <laughs> Dirk Manning. Yeah. I love the name. Oh, he's oh, dude. He writes a book called Tales of Mystery. Nice. And it's kind of uh, Hellblazer-esque. Cool. But uh, yeah, I'll hook you up with it and stuff. Like, it's please. really good stuff. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah. What do you like? Yeah. Uh, how much for this one? That's four. Was, uh, was it? Oh, in... I think it was at your other. Thing is the one in more, here. The, seven and, okay, so yeah, seven bucks. Yeah. And then, who do you like? Goku or Vegeta? Uh, can I get a Vegeta? That'd yep. be cool. Thank you. No sweat. Hey, that turned out nice, eh? Yeah, it was fun. Staples fucked up my order, so I got two oh, sets oh, for free. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, just seven bucks. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, oh, my I didn't know what you meant. You're just like, hey, stop by. I'll hook you up with the, yeah, uh, sorry. the Dragon Ball uh, character. <laughs> sorry, I didn't want to interrupt there. Oh, no. Oh, no, I interrupt any time. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. And I'll throw you... If you want to hear what you're interrupting, check out anelegantweapon.ca. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the website? No, it's podcast. Well, podcast that's the yeah. website for it. Yeah. yeah. We get mentioned on his Twitter feed, thankfully, quite okay. often, because yeah. you're a small fella. Yeah, yeah I do up. one, too. I know what it's all about. <laughs> you weren't on that too. long ago. Oh, what thank you. Yeah. So these are going to be in the actual book, yeah, too, right? Yeah, they'll be in the actual book, too, yeah. So we'll get another one with the book. Sorry. Guys. Oh, Speak yeah, right yeah. In here. I was curious at some point if you had time to take an interest in doing Oh, nice. Oh, that's awesome. Would you be into doing that? Yeah, I would be, absolutely. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I'm very cool. Here yeah, I'm only awesome. here today. I was here yesterday, too, but I didn't get a chance to stop by yesterday. And I'm not here tomorrow, so I, I didn't know how backed up you are with if you have other stuff. Um, um, yeah. Do you I, think you'd have time to do it? If not, I mean, I can I'll always have, come back I'll another have, time. I'll yeah? make time to do it. Okay. <laughs> I will make time yeah. to put my stuff there. Yeah, like, you better believe it. Yeah, that's a cool idea, man. That yeah, looks neat. I like, is that, uh, yeah, that's a joke. Yeah, why, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I'll, um... Are you interested in doing one on here? Or? Yeah, I'll Okay, do, uh, I don't really have anybody else right now I'm asking for this, so yeah, okay. I can leave it here and come back. Uh, yeah, like, if you want to leave it Yeah, awesome. how much would you Who want are you going to do? Like that? Five bucks. Okay, cool. okay. Yeah, I can pay you all for, for the rest now, then. So I gave you ten, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got seven that should cover it then. Yep. Yeah. 
Very cool. Yeah. Which one are you gonna pick? Who are you gonna draw? Oh man, I don't know. Hundred bullets is pretty cool, man. I might do a skinner. Oh, that'd be neat too. So much fun to draw. Yeah, do it. Do yeah. it. That yeah, looks that's great. That's bad. Eh? I know. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Do you feel now when you get something like this, where somebody's handed you something that other artists have worked on the same page, it's, how intimidating is that? Oh, it's not at all. No. No, it's exhilarating. It's, oh, really? Like, I'm oh, that's pumped cool. Up to work on it. Now. Yeah. I just did a sketchbook. Um, for a, a Twitter pal. Hey. A Green Lantern print? Yep. Yeah, I just did a, um, uh, a Wolverine sketchbook for oh, nice. a, a Twitter friend. Yeah. And it had like a... Yeah, I do. And it had a, like Yannick Paquette, uh, Chris <laughs> Samney, Paulo Riviera, um, Yale Stewart, like all nice. some of my favorite <laughs> artists. It was awesome. That's wicked. Yeah. All right, Sean Daly, we're going to let you keep making money because you keep <laughs> making right. money. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Everybody, that's Sean Daly. Say goodbye, Sean. Thanks, guys. SeanDaly.ca. Word up. Once again, good times. Good times indeed. It's always nice to see Sean. Sean uh, hooked me up with a salacious crumb that he had drawn uh, a while back. And uh, he had promised to send my way, and it's super, super neat. Hopefully, I can get that picture up there for you guys to see. Good times. Check out the Terror Quail. All right, next up on the docket, we make our way around uh, the corner in Artist Sally to another Toronto local and good friend, and always on this goddamn show, and that's Mr. Anthony Rutgazer. Anthony Rutgazer is the writer of the first hero from Action Lab Comics, Volume 2. Kickstarter is on right now. Fucking now. Brand new artist uh, doing the issues for Volume 2. His name is Danny Zabal. We have a chat with him and Anthony uh, sitting there in the artist's alley. And uh, you get to hear Anthony tell us the woes of what it's like to be neighbors with Mr. Ken Lashley. So I come into this con year after year, yeah. you know, yeah. time after time, time after and time. out of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people, how am I the only person who ever reeks in this building? I, I don't know. You, you smoke your stuff wet or something. I don't know. You're, you got it stuffed in your mattress. Well, I think it's that I'm greedy and I refuse to throw away roaches, so I put them in my pack, hence... You know, terrible. Just emphasizing the whole situation. Terrible. Anthony Ruckazer, Toronto Comic Con 2015, the first hero. How are things going? Things are going okay. Yeah. I'm having a, I'm having a good time. Uh, uh, sales are a little slow, to be honest. But uh, sitting between Ken Lashley and and Sam Agro and Marvin yeah, Law next right, to me, eh? so. Yeah. So yeah, having a good time, and then uh, gonna take off. It's Saturday. I'm gonna take off early today and go do some razzling later. Good time. Got to oh, wrestle. Yeah, you have the big super kick tonight. Super right? kick tonight. So did you hear? Did you get that? Uh, I mentioned you in that comment about Toby on Facebook. 
Yes, did yes, you I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm in on that show. So oh, I just, are you really? I just, yeah, I'm already in oh, on that I'm show. Oh, I'm so there. Awesome. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, but but whatever. I'm there. The two of you, him, G. Reese, coming out of retirement after 15 years. Most of that show is coming out of retirement after 15 years. There's only a handful of us still dumb enough to be doing this 20 years later. Me, custom-made man, Marcus Miller, uh, uh, notorious TID. Nice. Most of uh, most of the boys from uh, Reggie uh, Reggie Marley, most of the boys are retired. So right, right. And this is my last year. And th- so. This is like a twentieth anniversary show. Yeah. Or something they're doing? Yeah. 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 It was spring of uh, spring of nineteen ninety five. RWA had its first ever show. Nice. You know what so. I'm doing tonight? Getting high? Ho- well, it's kind of assumed most yeah. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll be getting high and going to Hollywood Babylon, episode 200 in Toronto with Kevin oh. Smith and Ralph Garman. Well, I am so stoked. La-dee-da. Best podcast on the internet, you know? Well, since the Handsome Genius Club stopped broadcasting, Hey, hey, hey. You're on like eight different podcasts right now. One of them must be up there. That's good times. All right. Brand new Kickstarter, volume two. Yes, yes. Volume two, new artist, Danny Zabal, who's standing to our left. Danny Zabal, say hello. Hi. He's... He's painfully shy. <laughs> he was raised in a Skinner box. Um, <laughs> with the funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, we just started the uh, the Kickstarter for Volume 2. We, we did the first volume on uh, Indiegogo, and now we moved over to Kickstarter. Um, uh we pat. We started on on St. Patty's Day, uh, Tuesday the seventeenth, and as of today, we're up to twenty one percent, which is a good start. But yeah. it doesn't uh, doesn't do much for my typical anxiety. I would like it to be at a hundred and one percent right now, and then and then there's the joy of stretch goals, as opposed to the agony of oh my god, what if we don't make it? But we're gonna make it. We're gonna well, yeah, this is a continue. You're always gonna go through these emotional roller coasters. Oh man! <laughs> you know, it's not it's not done till it's done. So you know, I want it to be done. I'm actually hearing that a lot. Big crowd, low sales. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is not. Uh, we aren't all Ken Lashley. You know, <laughs> it's steady. It's it's not often that a giant black man can get so overshadowed by, by a giant, giant black, black man. man. Yeah, yeah, Ken's no small man, and, but he's he, he's a good guy, a fantastic artist. I've yeah, been absolutely. watching him pump, pump out sketch covers. So. Oh, I bet you it's been fun to watch fun. that. It's at fun. Least, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's been yeah, but it's been a good show. Uh, selling some trade paperbacks, and I'm I'm learning. One of the things I'm learning now is because now that I have them is the difference in sales between trade paperbacks and single issues. Because, you know, for people uh, people who are learning about the book for the first time right now, me telling them about it, why not pick up the trade, get the whole thing in one shot? Though, I mean, you know, still get some people who prefer, I prefer single issues. But, uh, but yeah, definitely going to put the focus into trade paperback sales at future conventions because hey i mean you're carrying carrying one item instead of four yeah so same about the same weight and about the same you know uh space is taking up but the trades are going to sell better 
Yeah, well, you know, it's kind of the trend these days, you know. I'm starting to pick them up more as I go myself. Yeah, know? yeah. So, Dan, are you excited to join the world of the first hero? I am indeed. Yeah? I am indeed. It's a great script. It's really, really fun. There's a lot of action, uh, a lot of interesting, colorful characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw some time. of the new stuff, and it looks fantastic, oh, dude. thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, this, uh, in particular, the cover for uh, just the promo picture for the Volume 2 Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, thanks. Dude, that looks fantastic. Oh, it's thanks, sick thanks. Picture. Yeah. yeah, Anthony worked on, and I worked on that together. Uh, he did a kind of a... I think he drew like a scribble on a napkin, and then I took it, and then we kind of we worked on it for over a week. Yeah, it was a really really good time. I'm quite pleased with it. Right on. How'd you guys get hooked up? We've known each other for years. I've oh, known, have you? Okay. Yeah, I've known Anthony for like 20 years. Uh, I'm, I'm only at like 12 or 13 or something. <laughs> My old brain, I can't remember the name. You know, uh, a younger brother of a friend of mine. Uh, definitely the better half of that grouping. Uh, hi, Yuri. Um, so. You know, I had, I had actually talked to Dan uh, at one point about coming on to Volume 1. Before before I met uh, Philip Seavey, before I even had uh, Valentine Delandro on board, um, I had talked to Danny, but he just wasn't he wasn't in the right place at that point to, to take on the project. So when I was looking for somebody for Volume 2, um, I didn't know that he would be interested in it or else I'd have approached him directly again I put out a message on Facebook to see if anybody any of my friends knew any artists who were looking and Dan got a hold of me and said hey look I'm interested and I was like well listen he's one of the first guys that I spoke to you know three four years ago why would I not be interested now absolutely and his stuff is just I mean uh, he's standing here I'm not but I'm not I'm not blowing I, I don't need to blow smoke he is his art has been fantastic. I, I've already told him I want to keep him on the book for as long as I can. And you're up for that? Is, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's it's really fun working on the series. Like, you know, as long as uh, Anthony's, like, still game, I'm still game. You it's exciting, know? though, yeah, right? Yeah, just jumping on a book, Action Lab, all yeah, kind of halfway there. <laughs> oh, it's a thrill. It's a thrill. He, he did all the work. <laughs> he, he did. He did. Now you get to do the fun work. That's good times. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's really cool. I'm just looking forward to that day when I see that issue just sitting on the shelf. I'm not, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy yeah, my own comic. Yeah. I think I'm just gonna oh, do that. Of course you are. Yeah. 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 I even felt it, man. That day I walked yeah. in through Stage oh, and saw the first hero sitting on the shelf. I was like, right on, man. It's awesome. I mean, for me, that's that's the relief is okay. So it's on the shelf. All this work, it it actually went somewhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not. It's it's all it's all effort. It's all heavy lifting until that day when it hits the shelf it's come out on time yeah, or yeah. in our case it came out early yeah, uh, sons of bitches at diamond uh, <laughs> uh ruin all the party plans uh you know it's it's there it's it, it becomes real that's fantastic man. so dan anthony guys good luck with the kickstarter going on dan you'll have to drop by the show sometime if you got the skype and we'll have, have the proper sit down and uh chat about shit, you yeah, know? Because then maybe I can get a word in edgewise. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. Once in a while, about. Anthony. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, good times. Good luck, guys. Thank you, Jay. <laughs>
Good times, good times, good times, good times. That's Good Times by Four. Always fun to talk to Anthony. And uh, it was cool to meet Danny. Seems like a cool guy. I've seen some of his artwork uh, in preview for Volume 2 of The First Hero, and it is really, really good. Uh, I'm really, really excited. Not to say that uh, Philip Seavey's work on Volume 1 wasn't incredible, because it really, really was. But just as a personal taste, I really enjoy Danny's work. He's got a super cool style to uh, what I've seen so far. So Volume 2... The First Hero, Kickstarter, get on that, check it out, donate, pledge, support local talent, uh, all this wonderful local talent. I'd like to thank all these guys. I'd like to thank Mr. Jay Foskett. I'd like to thank Ricky Lima, Shane Heron. I'd like to thank Anthony Ruckazer and Danny Zabal. And we got one more for you, because you know how we always end this shit. It wouldn't be a Toronto Comic Con or Fan Expo event if we didn't end this party by going to say hello to the one, the only, our own lovely, lovely Miss Sparkle Girl Jen. Sparkle Girl Jen, Sparkle Girl Jen. How's it going? Good. Yeah? Yeah. You enjoying being home? Yeah. Yeah? It's mm-hmm. nice to be back, eh? Mm-hmm. Sudbury's treating you well? Yes, it's just really cold. It's a lot of snow out there here, too, yeah. eh? Is oh, yeah. it an adjustment? Yes, definitely. But you seem suited to that stuff. Like, you seem to like to curl up with your tea and your kitties and blankets and quilts, handmade quilts. Pretty and, much, yeah. You know. I, do you have a fireplace? No. You want a fireplace, don't you? Yeah, pretty Yeah, much. I bet you'd love that shit, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm here with Sparkle Girl Jen. Handcrafted geek accessories and such. Um, things look nice. Thank Made you. Made a lot of new things. Yes. Yes, have sales A lot sales of new fabric. Well. Very well. It's nice to hear that because mm-hmm. not a single other person, although you're the first non-comic person I've talked to, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing uh, lots of traffic, low sales on the books. Really? Yeah, and uh, but people have also mentioned how much merchandise is at this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it's true. It's condensed, right? It's, yeah. it's smaller than they usually do it, but there's, there is. There's just stuff to buy everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. So what new stuff have you come up with? Uh, just a lot more new fabric. Yeah. I'm lucky enough that one of the girls that I work with on the pen pal site, yeah. she sent me a bunch of fabric from the States. Oh. So I had like Disney villains fabric. I got the Adventure Time fabric. Nice. What else was there? Oh, I got a bunch of the Star Wars fabric. Nice. But you've also started making things that aren't necessarily like known themed, you know, which is cool. Like mm. the spiders and the stuff yes. and the little kid lollipop. That's really cute, actually. Yeah. And I've started the making, like, pouches, the larger ones. And, yeah, yeah. So they fit, like, tablets. Nice, yeah, and minis and shit. Yep, That's exactly. Brilliant. That's mm-hmm. smart. I'm getting, did you put aside there that yeah. beautiful, uh, it's been about the past two weeks, mm-hmm. my kid has gone absolutely Ninja Turtles crazy. <laughs> he, he, he can't stop. Like, not, like, superheroes don't even matter. So I, I'm at Target. I'm waiting to pick up my girlfriend yesterday, mm-hmm. and there's a Target nearby. And uh, it's like 50% off toys. So I'm like, I'll see what I can grab the kid. And they had a Captain America mask and shield for like five bucks. Oh, wow. So I pick him up, you know, I go pick up the kid. And I'm like, yeah, I got a present in there for you. Mm-hmm. He opens it up. And you know what the little bastard says? What? He says, oh, I thought it was the Turtles van. <laughs> I was like, what? You just assume you're getting something, so that something's going to be the thing in your mind that you thought you wanted? Great. <laughs> But, yeah, nothing else matters. Wow. Yeah. So, it's funny how that happens. They just switch. Yeah, it's just like that. Now it's got to be all the cartoons all the time and the movies all the time. Mm-hmm. But it, at least it's 
it's varied, you know, because I don't mm-hmm. mind Turtles so much. It's better than Disney Junior and yeah. Sophia all the time. Yeah, the new yeah. show's actually really good. The new Turtles, the yes. Nickelodeon was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they mix a lot. Did you see the one where they time warped? Yes. And they showed the old Turtles yeah. on it? Yeah, 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 that was super cool. I'm very excited. I'm uh, checking out my schedule. Mm-hmm. Two weeks from now, I'm going to Philadelphia okay. to host the panels down at Philadelphia Con. Mm-hmm. In May, I'm going to Motor City again in Michigan. Yep. The week after that, I'm flying out to Denver oh for God. Denver Comic Con to finally meet Josh mm-hmm. and have a good time. And Francis cool. is going to fly out. Oh, wow. And the nice. three of us are going to meet up. But Rob Paulson is there. Okay. Who You know Rob Paulson? He is the voice, original voice of Raphael. Okay, yes. And now he's Donatello, Donatello yes. and Yakko and Pinky and the Brain yep. and stuff. Yep, okay. And he's yeah, going to be he there. And a big hero of mine. That's so cool. I'm, he's my only target. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to that man. I'm going to talk about turtles. Yep. So it's going to be a good time. Very cool. <laughs> That's know. awesome. What else have we been doing? Not really. Yeah? Just sewing like crazy. Yeah, all the time. Man. Yeah. How's the pen pals going? Good, really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we Growing. just migrated to a new website because our previous site, we were getting about 100,000 hits a month. What? Yeah, so the site kept crashing on us. Wow. Yeah, so we just had to buy like a dedicated server That's and amazing. switch over. That's yeah. fantastic. Dude. Yeah, it's exciting. Wow, 100,000 hits. Yeah. And it's literally just geek girls pen mm-hmm. pal on each other, right? Making yeah. friends. And- yeah, we have like monthly activities. So we do like watch-alongs right. this month they were doing they're watching all the harry potter movies nice so nice. yeah stuff do like they that. literally write like write a letter and send it you're supposed to but you don't have to okay but that's the idea you pair two people up introduce them and then hopefully they're going to write a letter yeah. what's well, a special thing we're losing my grandmother sends me letters mm-hmm. and i feel bad that i don't sit down and i'll call her back and i like you know i should sit down and write a letter it's just yeah. a nice thing to get in the mail yep whether necessary or not it's nice to sit and read a letter oh so, yeah it's yeah. so much nicer to like go into your mailbox and find the only problem with something. geek stuff though i could see is that by the time you get that letter letter everything you've talked about is so out of date true <laughs> true yes you yeah. know i hate it because i'll do a podcast and we'll talk about a whole bunch of stuff like tons of news mm-hmm. and then the next day mega news will drop yeah. and i have to drop an episode without having talked about it i feel all behind the times but then i'm like ah, i'm stoned i don't care <laughs> it's all good yeah so that's that's exciting mm-hmm. i'm really enjoying this though it's a fun day where it's kind of mellowed out we were saying this last toronto comic-con Mm-hmm. How it's starting to, you know, kind of slow down a bit. A little bit, yeah. Even the cosplay. There's some really good cosplay, but there's not tons of cosplay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's good times. All right, Jen. Etsy. Sparkle Girl mm-hmm. on Etsy. Go yeah. there and find all the wonderful things mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, where else? The, at Sparkle Girl Jen. Yeah, at Sparkle Girl Jen on Twitter. And then sparklegirl.ca is my blog site whatever nice. everything's linked on there and this stuff is fun kids check it out as we finish every toronto comic-con we do it with sparkle girl jen <laughs> so everybody have a good time we'll see you at the next one say goodbye jen bye all right kids that's all we got that's uh that was our fun day it was super fun times make sure to check out fan expo september First weekend, Labor Day weekend, September Fan Expo. It's going to be a potty. But before that, we've got a few things lined up. So many conventions this year. Next weekend, I'm going to be at the great Philadelphia Comic Con in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Going to be hanging out there with our good friend and sponsors, Nemesis Studios. He's got his book dropping at the Philly Con. It's going to be great. 
We got to come by. You got to check it out. It's all going to be good times. After that, in May, we got Motor City coming up, as I said. And then the week after that, I'll be flying my ass out to Denver for Denver Comic Con 2015. It's a super exciting year. But that was Toronto Comic Con 2015. We hope you had a good time. Please, please, please check out all these wonderful guests and their work that we've had on the show. They're what help keep the podcast going. So that is all we're going to have this week on an elegant weapon. Takaris. Say